had Steve Ratner on, former Obama administration uh, member, and he said, we are all going to pay the price for, gov for the government putting too much stimulus out there over strengthening our economy. There are no free lunches. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host. I hope you are enjoying the show so far. Guys, we've got an awesome guest for you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're listening on radio, uh, we've got Debbie Aldrich. Debbie Aldrich is a quintessential uncloseted conservative. She's a longtime uh, uncloseted conservative. You know, she was out before it was cool. And uh, she's a field journalist. Uh, she's the host of the Debbie Aldrich Show, uh, broadcasting out of CD Media. Guys, we're going to be talking about you know stuff that everyone's talking about, stuff that we've spoken about on this show before, but from a new angle with a new guest and a different perspective. We're going to be hitting on those cultural topics, why it's important uh, that you listening to this, watching this, however you're consuming this, that you come out of the conservative closet, that you make a difference in your community, in your workplace, in your group of friends. Uh, we are going to be touching on Uvalde for just a bit. Uh, hard not to, still a lot of unanswered questions. And guys, the title of the show, China, China, China. Obviously, we're going to be talking about China. If you're unaware, China is the biggest threat facing the United States right now. It's hard to believe with bumbling Biden in the White House, uh, but China is the biggest threat, bar none. All that more, and it all starts right now. Debbie, how are you, my friend? Hi, good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me on, Joe. Of course, of course. It's so good to see you again. I haven't seen you since we met at CPAC, which is definitely... You know, everyone there is kind of branded. Definitely a place for out of the closet conservatives. It's 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 not a, you know, <laughs> it's not like a. It's not for weak need conservatives. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I don't know. There are a couple of if you look around, there are a couple of rhinos that sneak yeah. in the CPAC. That's okay. We uh, I won't say that we love you guys, but we won't kick you out. Uh, right. So not, it is the not... biggest gathering of conservatives. You know, it, it's it's. Uh, and so it would behoove some of those rhinos not to go, um, <laughs> you know, if they want to, you know, really touch, uh, I think, what the uh, core of the conservative movement is, and particularly since uh, Trump was in office and how he really, you know, brought a lot of excitement to the party and and re 
rejuvenated the party and brought a lot of young people in, into the party. Look at TPUSA. Uh, I remember when they got started and I was at the CPAC, one of their first uh, times they were at CPAC and the amount of young people who were there and the enthusiasm was just um, so exciting. And, uh, you know, so they've, they've done a lot. CPAC's been around for a while, but the Schlapps have done a great job and it really has boosted, I think, the party. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, I the Orlando CPAC was the first one that I got to go to. I've been to a town of Turning Point events. Uh, and the interesting thing is, I'm sure you're seeing it, I'm seeing it. There are many more younger conservatives that are putting, you know, putting the R behind their name or just, you know, wearing their MAGA gear or whatever, um, where it used to be, especially on college campuses, like college campuses are liberal mavens. Uh, so we used to be hiding out. I went to Liberty. I didn't have to hide out. Um, well, I also went to GW. I, I just don't care to hide out. Uh, but it used to be that way. And we're seeing a whole lot, largely because of the turning point. We're seeing a whole lot of cultural stoking going on on colleges' campuses, uh, which is awesome. Um, so before we get into the meat and potatoes, tell everyone who you are. Tell us about yourself. If you have... If you have a coming out of the conservative closet story, <laughs> we'd love to hear it. Well, I, I um, never used to vote party ticket. I used to vote according to candidates. And uh, after uh, I voted for Bill Clinton the first time and the second time I didn't. And when Obama ran, I certainly was not excited about him um, because uh, I knew some history about him. And for being the first a black uh, a American president, uh, you know, his his policies, he, he was a community organizer as well as um, a, a junior senator that hadn't even, you know, passed. He, he, he voted present uh, almost for everything. And so um, he didn't accomplish a lot in those two years. And having, uh, I lived in Hawaii, I was raised in the military. And so one of the, the uh, I was actually in Hawaii the same time he was. So I did some background check and not somebody I would want to support. So that was uh, kind of the first, um, uh, certainly or second time um, I did not vote for, I mean, I voted for both sides of the aisle until the second term of Bill Clinton and then Obama. And since then, I've been pretty much a, a party ticket voter, but I do still reach uh, research the candidates, especially when it comes to local elections. And uh, it's really important that people do that. The judges, I mean, look at what the Obama, Obama administration did or Obama himself in weaponizing so many of our um, circuit court judges and judges around the country. And so it's really important you research the judge judges because they don't carry that R or D next to their name on your ballot, at least not in the state that I vote in. So you've got to research all of these things. And it's low-hanging fruit because they're, you know, just like elected officials have voting records, judges have, they have decisions, they're published. You can see how they're deciding. You can see that, you know, now Justice uh, Ketanji Brown-Jackson doesn't rule against child sex criminals, child sex predators. It, it's a matter of public record. Um, so yeah, 
Keep going. Well, well, the fact is, you know, with the Supreme Court, we get all that information because it comes out because it's become a political football uh, versus something that's sacred, uh, as uh, the Supreme Court justices always were. At least when I was growing up, it's kind of like they are the bearers of what our country is standing for the Constitution and the and the rule of law, and now it's become a political football. Where the local um, elections with local judges uh, aren't, as, you know, they don't they don't get that publicity. They don't get the um, when they're up for reelection or they're on the ballot. Um, they don't get all that kind of media coverage. You know, it's usually with the state legislators or the senators or congressmen who are on the ballot, uh, or a mayor, a governor, or mayor. But the judges don't. They're kind of down at the bottom. But those judges have a huge impact on your local issues, a huge impact on people's lives um, at the local level and certainly at the at the um, federal level. So it's so important. We look at now what's happened, you know, in Washington, D.C. with the Durham, uh, you know, um, trial that's been going total, on. Total clown show. Yeah, it's DC and DC which uh you're familiar with and I'm very familiar with and um had worked in DC at one time many years ago and graduated from high school right outside of uh, Washington DC in Virginia. And so I was very familiar with uh, with DC and I left for a reason. I I fled DC long before it was uh kosher to flee the swamp. I knew it was a swamp then. And once you are in D.C., you can get caught up in all the politics and all the brown nosing and all that, you know, you have to to really work at uh, being seen and heard. And, you know, it's kind of doggy dog. So um, it wasn't a surprise to me that this happened, but that uh, Durham was limited in his uh, ability to question Sussman and what the parameters were with Sussman. And then all the jurors, one of the uh, jurors, was daughter plays, I think, soccer or something with Sussman's daughter. Um, there were several Hillary Clinton supporters, voters. Uh, so it was definitely a, um, I, I can't think of a, a the right term for it, but- Kangaroo court. It, a it, was, kangaroo, it was a court. Yeah, a kangaroo only. court. And I have huge issues with the trial. I remember- I was not like tracking everything that went on with uh, with Fusion GPS, with the Steele dossier, like in 2016 when it was happening. In 2017, I'm in grad school. I'm studying Homeland Security with some of, you know, to their credit, with some incredible faculty at uh, George Washington's uh, graduate school for that stuff. I knew then, you know, everyone in these cohorts, we all have clearances, we all have government, law enforcement experience, whatever. I knew then, just based on what is required to get FISA warrant, what is required to get some of these telephonic or broad, like broad scope warrants, you need to go back on a continual basis, 30-day, 60-day, 90-day basis. You need to produce like the fruit of the late, like what did you get at the last... Warrants, and I knew then someone somewhere is lying. Justice, you know, Department of Injustice, FBI, someone somewhere. I did not know Christopher Steele 
was literally a former uh, a KGB. former foreign intelligence. I mean, uh, not KGB. Uh, <laughs> MI five, MI six, whatever. Yeah. Absolutely absurd. <laughs> like these people are absolutely. This is the same party that has people in the House Intelligence Committee sleeping with Chinese spies. This is the same party that has, you know, crack whore uh, Hunter out there pimping all over the world with these oligarchs' wives. And like, Feinstein's driver, don't forget that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like we, we're we hard-pressed to run out of these crazy issues that they find themselves in. I knew then, I wrote a paper, it was something, it was something about the FBI's attempt to subvert constitutional process. And my professor is, is a serious intelligence professional. She runs a multinational intelligence group that I, I won't throw it out there here. And she called me and asked me about the paper if I had heard something, knew something. And I just said, this is before Epic Times puts out the spy gate, you know, that map you can get that spells out all of the steel dossier stuff. This is just guy, whatever, I don't know, what was I, 28, 29 years old back then, just putting pieces together. Not the world's best investigator. It's obvious that what they did was illegal and not even having been in the courtroom, I'm positive that evidence was presented and largely ignored. And a lot of people are calling for, it's really stupid. It's re The Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial is really stupid that that rose to the top of the national you know, debate or whatever. But I think that there's something to televising court trials. Some, just like body cameras, just like we mm -hmm. want cameras and accountability in schools. I think that that will be a good way to put accountability over the judiciary uh, because these judges and the judge knew, the judge knew what went on. And anyone who was in the courtroom other than the jury, they know what's going on. It, it's, it's, it's a kangaroo court is what it is. Yeah, and, and we're turning into a kangaroo country when we have, <laughs> with the leadership we have today. You know, it's interesting. I was uh, listening. Um, on TV, and I heard a clip from MSNBC where they had Steve Ratner on, former Obama administration uh, member, and he said, we are all going to pay the price for, gov for the government putting too much stimulus out there over strengthening our economy. There are no free lunches. I mean, that's the, that is the reality, and I'm glad there's a few, uh, very few people in the Democratic side of the coin who are telling the truth. And that's a truth statement. Um, the stimulus packages are continuing to go out to certain groups and people. And we need we have so many jobs that need to be filled. And then we're bringing all these illegals know that and they're crossing our southern sovereign border. Uh, Biden's done nothing about it. And Americans are going to get lost in the shuffle if they don't wake up to the fact that the government cannot continue to support you indefinitely. You need to get your butt up and go out and get a job, work. There's lots of jobs out there. Let me tell you a little story, quick, Joe. Um, I came from an upper, upper middle class family and raised in the middle class. I, I raised in the military, but upper middle class. And I um, had a college education. 
And I worked uh, for the airlines. I had worked other jobs, actually studied journalism. But where I was living, it was really hard to get a job, competitive. And then I uh, had the opportunity to go overseas, lived in the Middle East for four years, traveled the world again, as I did as a child growing up in the military. And then came back to the States and there's I started a family and didn't have as many opportunities, um, you know, still for, for journalism. So I decided to, you know, my, my head friends that were in the airline business and they said, you should go into the airline business. So I worked for Delta for a number of years and I was working during 9-11 and I got furloughed. And as a and I became a single mother at the time, and so I went and worked three jobs, two jobs which I had never done before. One, I went uh, up to a ski resort that was near where I lived. A friend of mine said, "Go to the ski resort, and you know, get a job there." I was waiting tables. I had never done that before. Then I went and got my real estate license so I could have something else to fall back on. And I was working really hard in real estate and then doing, um, working at the ski resort waitressing. And then Delta called us back and they were flip-flopping us back and forth. So bottom line is, I didn't want to ask my parents for help. I could do this. on. I knew I could do this on my own. And so I went out there and was working three jobs as a single mother and jobs that I had never done before. Not that I consider waitressing or, you know, being a real estate not a valid job. I actually had a great time doing those things. And I met a lot of people, had a lot of fun, and I made good money. And then eventually, when the airline settled down, went back to uh, flying full-time. But I never gave up my real estate license. I continued to uh, dabble in that. And I started working more part-time for for the ski resort um, and waitressing and doing other things. Just, you know... Um, so the, the the moral of the story is, if I could do it, other people can do it. And I didn't reach out to my family. My mother actually would get mad at me when I wouldn't tell her that, you know, I was doing these things. She was like, why didn't you call me? Why didn't you ask us for help? And I said, I'm a grown woman. The government didn't give us anything. We didn't get any money, uh, the stimulus checks or anything like that after 9-11, when we got furloughed, and a lot of people got furloughed. Uh, unlike the COVID, uh, where they continued to pay people, uh, and then people were also getting stimulus checks, none of that happened after 9-11. And the airline suffered for a few years. So that's my little moral of the story. And so I agree. We've given out all the stimulus money and our economy is tanking. Um, yesterday, day before yesterday, gas was where I'm at right now in Florida was four fifty nine a gallon. And yesterday, it rose in one day, in twenty four hours or less than twenty four hours, to four seventy five a gallon. Yep, record highs for Joe Biden. You know, we're gonna be. Yesterday was a record high. I think nationwide, it was four sixty seven was the lowest you could get. Yes, which is completely insane. But inflation's a good thing. You know, Bernie Sanders is happy. We're getting ready for the bread lines. Uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with our guest, Debbie Aldrich, after this quick message from our sponsors. Fear of out-of-control inflation is hammering the stock market. 
The S&P 500 is having its worst start of the year since World War II. So not only are your savings worth less, you now have less of it. Now might be a good time for you to diversify into gold, the most stable asset in the history of the world. And Birch Gold Group is the company I trust to help you convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold and silver. That's right. Not only will Birch Gold help you fortify your savings with precious metals, they'll help you do it in a tax-sheltered account. Text Mobley to 989898 to get a free zero-obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax-sheltered account. Something you might not know about me is I have sleep apnea. Sleep is obviously an important part of my life. It should be an important part of yours as well. That's why MyPillow was an obvious choice to partner with the show. I'm sure you've already heard of MyPillow. Heck, you might even have some of these awesome pillows in your home, but I bet you didn't know they sold more. Much, much more, in fact. MyPillow has sheets, towels, travel pillows, slippers, things that you need to see to believe. Right now, you can get their moccasin or slip-on MyPillow slippers, normally $139.98 for just $49. You've got to use my promo code Mobley or go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley to see all the deals you get with my promo code Mobley, including buy one, get one free Giza Dream Sheets, six-piece MyPillow towel sets, my pillow pillows, bathrobes, and much more. Guys, the sale on slippers is ending soon. Order yours today. Do it right now. Go to mypillow.com slash Mobley or type in promo code Mobley anywhere on the website. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to www.mypillow.com today. If you're listening to this show, I can guess a few things about you. You probably don't trust the government, you trust the liberal media even less, and maybe, just maybe, you're an uncloseted conservative. While the time for sitting in silence is over, it wasn't working anyway. It's time to come out of the conservative closet, and there's no better way than with my uncloseted conservative gear, available exclusively at my website, thejoemobleyshow.com. These hoodies, shirts, mugs, and more are the funniest products you'll find anywhere, like my Joe Biden One Star Would Not Recommend t-shirt or my AR-15 Identifies as a Stick. We've got the absolute best Let's Go Brandon gear on the market and my trademark uncloseted conservative design. You've got to see it to believe these premium products are made of the absolute softest cotton you'll find. You won't want to take them off. Premium prints on premium products from a premium brand. Use promo code FREEDOM for 10% off your entire order. Do it now. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com, load up the cart, and use promo code FREEDOM. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to thejoemobleyshow.com today. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley. We're speaking with our guest, Debbie Aldrich, about all things uh, culture in the United States right now. I forgot to mention at the top of the show, guys, The Joe Mobley Show is presented by Birch Gold Group. You just heard it in the ad. They've got a free gift for you. All you got to do is text Mobley to 989898. Huge thank you to Birch Gold for sponsoring today's show. Debbie, so many things that we could talk about 
got to touch on Uvalde for just a moment. Um, now I've already done maybe two, two and a half episodes on this, and I, I don't think that it's old news. The, the story is, it's not even evolving. It's just these omissions and these things that just keep coming out. And every piece of information that comes out, it seems like the whole story makes less sense. I'm curious what your thoughts are on the situation. I, I which I'm, I'm sorry, I missed the first part of it. So, which situation are we talking? Uh, the Uvalde shooting, the the mass shooting. Oh at the yes, elementary yes, Uvalde. Yeah, um, and then there was another one that happened yeah. uh, in Oklahoma, which is really sad. It's a, a little different scenario, but two doctors were killed and two other people were killed um, recently. And so, um, here is my my assessment of that Uvalde. Um, and I tweeted about this, actually. Our country is sick right now. It is really sick. Um, it's sick with an illness. That's how I mean. Not sick, disgusting, which this is disgusting, but it's sick with an illness. And that illness is self-loathing. We have a whole group of people in uh, this country on the other side who demonstrate that they actually hate America. They don't love America. They think everything that, that America stands for is bad, is wrong. Um, and that is the, the extreme left. We have groups like Antifa and Black Lives Matter that have, um, and, and you know the take a knee movement and all this stuff, the anti-police, the pig in the blanket, the defund the police, um, vilifying anybody and anybody who is for law and order. There is no agency, there's no entity that doesn't have issues because human beings are flawed. So you're not going to have every precinct, uh, that would be the goal, would be every precinct and every um, you know, police station would be perfect. But that's not reality. We are human beings and we're flawed. And so, yes, there's going to be some... Uh, areas where police might be a little heavy-handed. Uh, but look at the rise of crime. Even before this, you know, pigs in a blanket, um, frying like bacon, take any and everything, the, the rise of crime has been going up high for a number of years. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, it's, it's astronomical. Astronomical. Especially, especially after BLM and Antifa riots and lawlessness and occupying, literally taking over, seizing sovereign land inside the United States. Not an insurrection. Uh, no, no. But right. They can burn federal literally buildings. Literally insane. Yeah, they can burn federal buildings. They can, um, you know, take over cities. Uh, they can go on private property and threaten, you know, homeowners. Uh, but God forbid you, homeowner, defend your home with your gun. God forbid that you stand up for your city and your country. I had friends during uh, Trump's first um, campaign, when he first campaigned in uh, 2015. I actually had uh, a woman I know who actually ended up on Fox, who had been attacked uh, attending a Trump rally uh, by thugs, leftists, whatever, in Chicago. And this is unacceptable. I myself went and attended seven uh, of those rallies uh, across the country so I could see what was going on. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, 
there was so much hate and vitriol, even back in 2015 and 2016. And we saw Hillary claiming for four years that uh, the election was stolen. But you can't mention that now, that the election was stolen. You get uh, deplatformed. democracy. Right. And you get, you get deplatformed. Big tech goes after you. The Democrats go after you. I mean, the, the, what has been happening in our culture, in our country, is a sickness that is spreading and it has been spreading for a long time within our schools and within our, our universities. And I think China has been behind a lot of this. Uh, they have sent money through other entities and organizations. We've had these, um, you know, Chinese uh, uh, groups or uh, think tanks, whatever, all around the country, often funded by the Chinese and some of these Chinese institutes as well. Um, China would like nothing more than to cripple America. And the Democrats have played right into that. China has been pretty darn clear about this. Uh, they haven't changed. They're communists. They've always been communists. And our leaders have failed us in wanting to go to bed with China, whether it comes to our pharmaceuticals, whether it comes to our supply chain of products and goods. Uh, and this goes way back. I went to China in 1987. They were still on bicycles and in Mao outfits for the most part. And today, now that they're this huge metropolis and wealth and everything, that is a short time, a short period of time when you think about it. For a country to come out of this oppressive, closed country of bicycles, bamboo scaffolding, only three or four story uh, buildings, to now this mega metropolis uh, that is controlling the world. And now they have a fleet of uh, ships, you know, that they're putting together. We have not built up our, mil our Navy as well as we should have. We've kind of looked at more kinetic warfare with, and, and, and the Air Force and things like that, where the, the Chinese have really focused on their Navy. What, what so, are you talking about? We've got, uh, we're developing, you know, high G, um, you know, high G force capable maternity uh, or pregnancy suits for pilots so they can, they can do all these maneuvers. And, you know, it's a more inclusive military than ever before. Are, are you suggesting that the social justice and the wokeness and the, you know, the LGBTQ, LMNOP plus whatever, um, posters and stuff that that's not going to help the fighting force defeat, you know, foreign invasion. Well, and that's another big issue. Um, I'm not saying that people that feel a different way, but this this uh, transgenderism has really been pushed on the American people. You know, I think um, children, and particularly our young children, young children. Oh, I, I live in Loudoun County. It's, it's like the worst here. <laughs> I mean, I we, we just had the thing come out about the librarian defending uh, the teacher defending uh, the sex work books because because the kids are sex workers. So, you know, library needs to have literature for them. Yeah, it, it's so ridiculous. If people go back and study um, what Stalin did in the early uh, time of his, you know, leadership with the um, USSR, 
And the government took control of the children. They took the babies from the mothers and their whole narrative was, so the mothers can go back to work. Isn't it a good thing? Um, therefore, they were able to push propaganda on the children. They had little children at like that could, like kindergarten age and preschool age dressed in military uniforms, Chinese uniforms. They shaved their heads so they all looked unisex. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that went on in, under Stalin. And his answer was that that's so that they all know we are to, to um, protect Mother Russia. That is the goal, that they grow up with this, you know, they will protect Mother Russia. And China has, and you look at North Korea too, all these countries have had the same mental, you know, focus that their goal is always to protect their own country and leadership. But America has never quite seemed to be that way, at least not in the 21st century. Not in that, you know, it, it just seems like we have, and even part of the 20th century, we have gone backwards and we fought for human uh, for women's rights in the 60s and 70s. And now women are taking a backseat to transgenders in sports. That is outrageous. It's just outrageous. I was an athlete uh, in high school and college. My daughter was an athlete. She's a professional now. I would hate to see girls who spent their life dedicated to a sport only to be pushed aside at the snap of a finger by a man who's twice their size and strength come in and decide he's going to be transgender and take that away. Where are the women who were burning bras fighting for the place at the table. Where are those feminists today? They are silent. They're still there in Hollywood. Well, they're still there in California, but they're silent on this. And this is outrageous. We're supposed to believe that it's new wave feminism or second or third or whatever. It, it's not feminism at all. It, it's, it's not destructive. science. It's not yeah. science. And they always say, trust the science. It's a destructive ideological bent. Uh, and and I, I agree. I, I do believe that it's China. Um, and we'll we'll spend some time on China. I gotta point out, you you mentioned uh <laughs> you mentioned the shooting that went down at the hospital in Tulsa. Tulsa PD is a serious police department, heavily trained. They they see crime like you wouldn't believe their gang task force. I mean, these these guys and gals mean business. Uh, back when I was in Oklahoma, um, the human trafficking task force that I was a member of, uh, Tulsa PD was a member of that, like some really intense dudes. But I just want to point, just for, just for you law enforcement out there who are trying to get lessons learned from Uvalde, you, you might notice here that the officers, they don't just have battering rams like normal, you know, to open doors. Because sometimes you come to a door and it's outward opening. You can see the hinges. The hinges are on the outside where you are. And the door opens outwards. It's a security door. You can't kick it in. You could blow it, but you can't. You notice that they brought crowbars. Ooh. You can actually take this and wedge it in the door, break it open. You know, Smart. or you can, you, can, you can put it and tear the hinges off and remove the door. Now, I know, I know some of you are surprised it takes 45 minutes to get through a locked door. There are law enforcement agencies. There are a lot of uh, military out there. I'm former of both that we, we can actually get through a locked door. Um, now, all the king's horses and all the king's men in Uvalde were defeated by a locked door. Uh, but hats off. 
to, I don't know what this guy, this guy, maybe he, uh, I don't know. He's, he's a little overweight. That's fine. Thank you for your service anyway. Um, but they went through and they cleared every single room in the hospital and brought the tools that they needed to defeat things like locked doors and, and gunmen. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that two doctors were killed and, and two yeah. others killed, but it wasn't, uh, what was the number 21 people like in Uvalde? Yeah, absolutely. I think it was 19 children and two. Yeah, so that's 21, two adults. Um, so we are going to take the last break of the show in just a moment. Oh, my button's not working. Here we go. Let's see if it works there. We're going to take the last break, guys, and then we're going to finish out uh, this segment of the Joe Mobley Show with our guest, Debbie Aldridge of the Debbie Aldridge Show in just a moment. Are you a business looking to expand across the U.S.? The Joe Mobley Show offers a unique opportunity to reach out to almost every adult listening group, as everyone is concerned with the cultural issues facing the nation. Media bias, unaccountable government, and on and on the list goes. Every small business is looking everywhere for quality services that your company can provide. There's no national, uncloseted conservative show presented anywhere else in the U.S., and no one else does it quite like me. By advertising on The Joe Mobley Show, your company can reach an audience that no other show touches. I'm Joe Mobley, host of The Joe Mobley Show, and you need to give me a call now at 202-599-0990 to get in on this tremendous opportunity before it's too late. Take advantage and grow your business now or wonder what could have been just a few months down the road. Sounds like an easy choice. Give me a call now at 202-599-0990 for all the details. That's 202-599-0990. Call now. Amazon stock is down 37% in the first half of the year. Tesla down 40%. Cryptos are being slammed, and many fear the hawkish moves by the Fed could stall the economy. What's your plan? Text Mobley to 989898 to get your free no-obligation info kit on gold from Birch Gold. They are the precious metals professionals. I trust them enough to buy from them. Text Mobley to 989898 and secure your savings now. So here are some things we know. We know Joe Biden is doing a terrible job as president. We know gas prices are so high, used bike sales have gone through the roof. We know Biden inflation is continuing to drive our economy into the ground. We also know Mike Lindell over at MyPillow makes the best pillows on the market, but I bet you didn't know this. MyPillow has hundreds of products that aren't even pillows. While poor leadership in the White House is causing prices to soar in virtually every industry, Mike and his team at MyPillow are working hard to do just the opposite. In fact, if you go to mypillow.com slash Mobley right now, you'll see just what I'm talking about. Pillows, bathrobes, sleepwear, and more at record low prices. 
You worked hard to help Mike defeat cancel culture. Now he's working hard to help you get the best quality products for the absolute lowest price. Go to www.mypillow.com slash Mobley or type in promo code Mobley anywhere on the website. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to mypillow.com slash Mobley and save today. So we're back at the Joe Mobley Show with my sore throat. I apologize for all the coughing and throat clearing that you're about to hear. Um, So we're talking with our guest, Debbie Aldrich of the Debbie Aldrich Show, um, broadcasting out of CD Media. Definitely check out the show. Links are going to be in the description below, wherever you're listening. So one of the things that we're talking about is China, China's, you know, 3D, 4D chess game that they're playing. And we're over here playing checkers with, you know, bumbling Biden, former Vice President Biden, most popular president in the history of the world, more popular than Barack Obama himself. Guys, I, they're after our children. We know this. Uh, One of the ways they're after them is with the Department of Education. And when I say they, I do mean China. I do mean the the elitists over there that are trying to run the world and create this, uh, you know, whatever you call it, great reset. One World Order. Um, Kurt Cameron was all over the internet yesterday because of this clip. So let's take a listen and then we'll talk about it with our guest. Country, uh, they don't want to abandon their children to a system that uh, by and large is doing more grooming for leftist politics and sexual chaos and racial confusion than they are doing any real educating about truth beauty and goodness. So that that's kind of the whole game there, replacing truth, beauty, and goodness with sexual confusion, with this gender ideological bullcrap, uh, with, you know, your truth, not the truth, the rise of relativism. Super short clip, um, but it was literally, I don't know, Debbie, if you saw that on the internet. Of I course, didn't. The left was saying, Kurt Cameron is a a terrible person. He's trying to get kids to join cults and be homeschooled because (laughs) spending time with your family in your home is analogous to a cult because that makes sense. Um, But I I do believe the Department of Education and its correlative relationship with poor educational outcomes, since it was established, I do believe that that is a Chinese play. I, I think that it's a... It's a farce. It's the government trying to destroy our youth from within. And I think they're doing it because China is destroying our country from within. I I couldn't agree more. And I love the term grooming. That's exactly what is happening. Um, And I'll talk about grooming in a minute. But I want to read you something that um, I had Jeff Nyquist on, who has spent a lot of time focusing on China and what they're doing. He's a great investigative journalist. And he um, was on my show. And this is one of the things, I think you can find this on his website called Russia or Chinese Nihilism and the Coming Order Part Two. He quotes the Chinese uh, leader uh, in 2008. Uh, He's not the president, but he is certainly one of the um, vocal people in China, Hu Jintao. He says, in history, the Western powers used warships to uh, optimum, uh, to colonize China. Now the opposite has happened. We will use our open policy, 
sees the economic crisis in the West as a historical moment and use effective measures to turn them into socialist Chinese economic and cultural colonies. Our colonization of these countries is the historical process of communism's triumph over rotten capitalism. We Chinese communists must shoulder the great historical mission and use socialism to defeat capitalism, eventually um, liberating the entire humanity with communism. That was in 2008, folks. This was a, a quote from a, one of Chinese CCP leaders in 2008. They are not shy about their agenda, but we have been naive because we've been addicted to their money. We've been addicted to uh, the supply chain that we foolish Americans decided to hand over our manufacturing to the Chinese without realizing they are a communist country. They're not even an ally. They're not, they've never been an ally. We thought that our Western ideas would bring China into the 20th century and the 21st century, but instead they used it against us. And they have been weaponizing our schools, um, the school board especially, weaponizing politicians, and the ones who fell for it, who are, there? I'm not saying there aren't some Republicans that are at fault as well, there are. But the majority of politicians that have been in bed with uh, China have been from the Demi Democratic Party. And so they- Literally uh, in bed in some instances. Li literally in bed with, uh, I call it bang, bang, fang, fang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, with, uh, yeah, it, it's just really pretty insane. And she was a, a spy, a spy. So it's just- um, and, I mean, so, what, so what could Swalwell possibly have given her? You know, he's just a member of the House Intelligence Committee. Like, just, yeah, exactly. And he's still there. Oh, yeah. Still there. And Feinstein had a driver for 20-some years who was Chinese and on her staff, not just a driver, and uh, not a Chinese-American, a Chinese with ties to the Communist Party. Uh, we have had, and look at- Here, Here's the thing people need to understand. All Chinese, not Chinese American, but a Chinese citizen, they have to pledge their allegiance to the Communist Party. All Chinese apps, all Chinese businesses, for them to continue on, unaccosted by the government, they have to pledge their allegiance. It's not like we have here in the United States and we have increasing tyranny, don't get me wrong. They have actual tyranny there. If you do not support the Communist Party, you will go to prison. Absolutely. Look, I've covered for a number of years, uh, thanks to uh, Mitchell Gerber, who reached out to me. I've covered at least the last four, if not five years, the um, Falun Gong uh, human live organ, uh, organ harvesting and the Uyghurs. And about three years ago, I think it was three uh, years ago, I actually um, it was interviewing Gordon Chang. And at the end of my interview, I asked him, why don't we have any, um, why don't we ever hear about the live organ harvesting or the work camps of the Uyghurs and the Falun Gong? Why don't we ever hear that? And he said, we don't have enough intel. Well, here's the deal. Oh we gosh. did have the intel. <laughs> I, I love Gordon Chang. He's done a great job in exposing China. 
but you've got to hit harder. We did have the they, intel. They have transplants on demand there. There's right. no way that's possible without Oregon harvesting. Exactly. And here's the thing, Joe, is that prior to that, um, there were tribunals held in London called the London Tribunal and the Chinese Tribunal with yeah. former members of parliament and that from the UK, from um, a member of a parliament that was Scottish as well, I know him as well, and also members uh, from the Canadian government who testified, had done their own investigation, testified at these tribunals, as well as Mitchell Gerber. And so they also had, and I've interviewed this man, Enver Toti, who is a Uyghur, who actually performed a live organ harvest of, uh, of a Uyghur or Falun Gong, who the, Ch I can't remember which it was, um, who the Chinese told him to get his bag and follow me. And these are, uh, and then they shot these people and we, um, Enver Toti and his two nurses that accompanied him were told these were enemies of the state and then had them extract organs. And Enver Toti said it was the first time he ever did it and he could see the blood was still pumping. So the person was alive. And from that moment on, he, he said, we worked as robots in China. You were, you were raised to be like a robot. But that was a wake-up call for him, and he fled China. And so he is, is, has uh, not been in China for some time. But he himself actually did this and is, was a witness and testified at, at the London Tribunal. So it's not like we didn't have the intel. We had the intel. It's just people weren't willing to go down that road and call them out. In fact, not until Trump. We didn't have enough strong leaders who were willing to stand up and say, this is what's really happening. And so what happens is that the left and big tech wants to censor that information. And so that's oh, yeah. the reality. It's hard, it's hard to come by it. I, I spoke with Mitchell Gerber about this. He's been to China several times, um, been to some of these camps. <clears throat> The, the interesting thing is for the Communist Party, guys, we spoke about uh, earlier this week on the show, we spoke about Saul Alinsky's eight levels of control. Got to get all types of religious resistance. Got to get it out. Um, this is like one fail swoop for China because the, the Falun Gong, meant it, it's like a spiritual practice, but it's also like hyper... Fit. They don't drink. They don't do drugs. They don't. That's uh, why their organs are so drink, valuable. Yeah, they don't drink caffeine. So they're they're like top peak physical condition. Exactly. And they're spiritual. Many of them Uyghur Muslim. So for China, this is like this is like the opportunity of a lifetime for a, a tyrannical regime like China. And the fact that we don't hear anything is exactly what Debbie said. It's from big tech suppression. The rest of the world knows about it. This is a classic scenario. Um, what's his name? What is his name? Philosopher guy. Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. If you think big atrocities can't go on because the world governments, the governments like the United States government, Australia, Canada, European Union governments, if you think that atrocities can't go on because those nations will step in and do something, then you are an idiot because there have been atrocity after atrocity the Holocaust, um, the Japanese-American internment. Like all of these things happen and the rest of the world just turns a blind eye. 
Yeah, if if uh, the Chinese are willing to do this, to the Falun Gong are actually Chinese. The Uyghurs are Turkic people from East Turkestan. And the thing is so interesting to me, Joe, is uh, I met the Dalai Lama back in 2000. And he has, you know, he can't return back to Tibet because the Chinese invaded Tibet many years ago. And uh, he would be killed if he went back to Tibet. Because the last thing that China wants is to uh, for the Dalai Lama to go back and have him, you know, re-inspire the Tibetan people to try to take back their country. So if if you don't think the Chinese are willing to do that to, to uh, getting the, I think it's a, there sorry, you go. God. That's right. Um, to to the Tibetans that the Democrats used to support and be behind. Uh, and if you don't think they're willing to do that to their own Chinese people, the Falun Gong, or to the uh, the Uyghurs, what makes you think they're not willing to do that to us if they had the ability to? You cannot look, you know, people tell you who they are and you need to believe them. And this is who the Chinese are. And they've been weaponizing our government and our children, our educational system against us. They want to get rid of democracy. And it's clear in this statement in 2008. And we need to be the wiser. And parents need to be aware of what's happening in their classrooms. This has been happening for a long time because back when my kids, who are now grown, were in school, um, I had thought of private school and I thought I need to, I need them to go and be able to be with other kids of different, um, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds. I sent them to the public school, but I went and worked at the school. I volunteered in their classes. And then I actually went and worked for the school district and was in their school or in their uh, vicinity. So I knew what was going on in the school because I didn't trust the public schools back then. And now we are in an era where it's blatant. It's blatant. Know what your children are learning. Take control. And the other thing, Joe, that's part of this whole, you know, America is sick sort of a situation is that not only are schools going woke, but churches are going woke. Christianity is, you know, really being hurt by this progressive uh, agenda. And I see churches, even churches that I have attended, that I've left um, after a lot of soul searching for watching them water down the doctrine and make it more woke, make it more appealing. You can make it appealing by giving it a human context, but you can't change the basic tenets of Christianity because then it's no longer Christian. You can't. And for instance, the Pope, I'm not Catholic, I'm a Protestant, but for instance, the Pope uh, has said it's okay for Nancy Pelosi to continue to take communion, even though she supports abortion. Abortion was one of the key tenets of the Catholic Church. I mean, it's just, you know, so they keep morphing to appease the masses or appease China, really, in the end. China is the biggest existential threat to the American culture and the American people. 
Couldn't agree more. <clears throat> Guys, that's the end of the radio hour. Thank you so much to the radio listeners. Thank you to Birch Gold for putting on the show. Thank you to our other sponsors. Huge thank you to My Pillow for all that you do for the Joe Mobley Show. Guys, if you want to listen to more of the show, you know what you have to do. You've got to subscribe on podcast or you got to get on YouTube, Rumble, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Getter. I literally stream all over the internet. There's no reason to miss the show. Uh, gonna see if Debbie's gonna hang around and do uh, answer some uncomfortable internet questions. Uh, but right after this ad break, guys, this ad break is the last ad break. Thank you again for all you radio listeners. We'll be back in just a minute. Listen, I've got thousands and thousands of followers on social media, and maybe you're one of them. Maybe you're on Twitter, Getter, Truth, Facebook, who knows? Maybe you've sent me a message and you never heard back. Maybe you wish there were a more exclusive app where I posted my most personal interactions, did Zoom hangouts and other things with fans of the show. That's exactly what's happening over in my Locals community. Locals is a social media platform you need to join and join today. Locals is the first social media platform built not just for users, but for content creators as well. They know creators like me want to own our content, speak freely, and interact with our audience. Really connect. That's you. Join my Locals community today by downloading the Locals app and searching for Joe Mobley or going to thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. If you want to experience the internet done right, get exclusive access to content, discount codes, early product launches, and more. Join my Locals community today. thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. Everyone knows a wise man spends less than he makes and constantly puts money aside for the future. Well, usually that means putting a lump of quick-to-get cash in your bank or maybe in an IRA or 401k with your job, and all's well that ends well. But you may have noticed the stock market isn't doing so hot right now. That's why you need to diversify, and the smartest way to hedge against inflation right now is by investing in gold. Now, I'm not telling you to go buy gold bars or start walking the beaches with a metal detector. You can convert your existing savings into a precious metals IRA with Birch Gold Group today. That's right, tax-sheltered precious metals IRAs with Birch Gold. Birch Gold are the best at what they do, and that's protect your hard-earned money and the value it represents. Text Mobley to 989898 to get your free no-obligation info kit on all that Birch can do for you and why the time to diversify into a precious metals IRA is right now. Text Mobley to 989898. Every second you wait is money you've lost forever. Text Mobley to 989898 today. All right, guys, thanks for sticking with us through the break and through the radio show. Got to run through some comments really quickly. Uh, Christy says, so thankful to have found your channel. Christy, I'm thankful that you found the channel. I hope you subscribed. I hope you liked, you know, do all the things. Uh, and if you're super ambitious, then you'll share this with someone because you know someone. Either that the show will piss them off and that'll give you a good laugh, or they would enjoy it too. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Gas in California, six fifty. I feel for you, my man. I think it's like four seventy nine 
uh, here if memory serves. The Seeker 2020, also California governor has announced a gun buyback uh, yesterday. <sighs> Newsom, what are we going to say about this guy? Like, I dude, just leave California. Like, I, I, California used to be like the emphasis of the, like the, or the epitome of the American dream. It used to be beautiful, low crime, good opportunity, good wages. Now you need to be a literal multimillionaire to buy a home in California. Uh, Democrats are jumping on the opportunity to emotionally play society. I think this had something to do with the shootings. Um, guys, this is right out of their playbook. Uh, literally right out of Solinsky's playbook, The Eight Levels of Control. Uh, never let a good tragedy go to waste. Uh, China continues to corrupt the U.S. population. Completely agree, my man. Um, <clears throat> if no surprise, WEF started in 1971 by Klaus Schwab, the oligarch of all oligarchs. Uh, same year, China was welcomed by Nixon uh, due to Henry Kissinger. I did not realize that little factoid of history. Very interesting. Uh, then we lifted the gold standard. Yes, the lifting the gold standard was... A lot. I'm so the seeker 2020. I'm so glad you're in the chat, my man. People don't make the connection between decisions that the United States government, United States government, in air quotes there, decisions that our government makes that are in the interest of foreign intelligence agencies, in the interest of foreign leaders, dictators, whatever. So much of what we do is in the interest of China. That was step one of devaluing the American currency, devaluing the dollar. And establishing what we now have is the the competitor. Uh, what do they call it? It's it's called like the Chinese World Bank. I forget what it's called. Um, because my brain is done. But uh, <clears throat> Debbie, I am not gonna go to three. I don't know if you. Re- I literally sucked down like three cough drops during <laughs> during the show. I've been um, there, done that. Yeah, so I'm probably going to throw up some of these uh, some of these would-you-rathers. But before I give you the would-you-rathers, just for you guys, just for the streaming and podcast audience, the MyPillow deals that the radio audience doesn't know about. Um, if you go to the Jimmo, or not the Jimmo, the show, if you go to MyPillow.com slash Mobley, or you can go to MyStore.com because they, they really are getting away from MyPillow and going My Store um, because of all the things that mm-hmm. they have. Uh, but Mike gets asked all the time about this uh, line of Judah print that he has in a lot of his, um, let's see if I can make that a little bigger. Uh, this line of Judah print that he has, guys, you can get your own. It's on sale for 28 bucks right now. It's usually 40. Um, just the stuff in these green borders. They're not my pillow products. It's just my pillow supporting uh, patriotic uh, companies like myself. But my products are not on their website. You know where to go to get my products, djmobileshow.com. Um, I used to have the same battle, this one right here, coffee drinker, also a gym goer that takes pre-workout, but you can't really put pre-workout into coffee because the flavors and the profiles of pre-workout don't work with coffee. The good news is there is workout coffee that you can get, uh, which is like some seriously good coffee, and it's also clinically proven to minimize delayed onset muscle soreness, which always happens on freaking leg day. It's like two days later, the delayed onset. It's like two days later, you're trying to go down and use the bathroom or or pick something up off the floor, 
and you're done for. Uh, so minimize delayed onset muscle soreness, reduce inflammation, uh, produce significantly higher power output. And there was one other thing. Oh, yeah, the uh, the Theodore Omen collection of the Declaration and uh, Constitution. I don't have these. I have different prints. But these prints make me jealous because, like, here, look at it. These prints are, like, on, like, the parchment paper, which is just so interesting. It, it's really a, the Theodore Omen prints. They're literally, like, artwork. This is laying on this tan. This tan thing is not the product. The product is actually this parchment cutout. I don't just have like 60 bucks laying around, you know, because I'm starting a business and I've got four kids and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but when I do, I am going to be hitting them up <laughs> for this. And of course, you can get the four-page original constitution that's got the articles on uh, the preamble. It does not have the amendments. But seriously, cool product. Um, seriously cool. <clears throat> now we get to answer uncomfortable uh, internet questions. Can I just say something? Really oh, quick? yeah. Yeah. Go for gold. I'm a big MyPillow fan. And let me tell you, I have so many MyPillows. So many. <laughs> this is a plug for MyPillow. But um, since you're I'm, plugging up, I'm literally, I'm literally wearing the slippers right now because they're, I mean, they're that good. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I love their towels. Their towels. I have Ooh, so many I don't sets have of the towels. Oh, I love their towels. I have so many sets of towels. And my husband, when he first got them, didn't like them because he was used to those fluffy type. But the fluffy type peel a lot. And I, I told him, look, you only have to wash these one time, and they don't peel anymore. You can, you know, where the the others used to get that were so fluffy, you'd have to wash and wash and wash to get that fuzz off for yourself. I love the my pillows, and here's the trick to the uh, my pillow towels: is that when you use them, uh, you can dry yourself off and then flip them on the other side because it hasn't soaked through, and continue to dry yourself off because the other side is going to be nice and dry. And uh, I think um, I think they have demonstrated that with uh, pouring water on it, it doesn't seep um, seep through. But I, I love the products so. Just I, wanted to add to your plug. I was not a my pillow hater at all. Um, we we've always had really nice pillows, and I do have some of the my pillow like premium pillows. I don't know what the deal is. Like my shirts are 100 percent cotton. They're um the company that makes them is Bella and Can Bella and Canvas. So they they're known for having like soft cotton. I don't know who Mike is paying or what they're doing, but like the sheets and the blankets, um, they're, they're cotton, but they're crazy soft. And I have this like sweatshirt, like my store has all kinds of stuff. They've got hundreds of products that aren't pillows. They have like gym wear. So I'm like, oh, I'm on the website. I'm like, oh, oh, well, I actually need some athletic gear. So I get like the sweatshirt. I take it out of the bag and I'm just like, this is too heavenly to wear at the gym. And like, I'm like rubbing it on my face. My wife is like, what, what are you doing? Like, I'm not the type. I'm not the type <laughs> to be like, oh my gosh, you have to feel this. She is. She felt it. And she was immediately not upset, immediately jealous that just I had the sweatshirt, that she didn't have a sweatshirt. But little mama's got a, a bathrobe. So we, we're, we're my pillowed out, like in the Mobley house. We really are. Uh, we'll have to do an interview where we like wear our MyPillow swag. There you go. Uh, yeah. 
There you go. Yeah, his, his stuff is good. And, you know, it's from Giza, which is uh, up there in Egypt. Uh, I've been to Egypt too, by the way. Uh, love Egypt. It's beautiful country, amazing country. And um, and the, and I, I have a feeling he is uh, very uh, particular as to what comes in from Giza as far as, and I'm sure he has a contract and stuff with like the best quality of, of pure, beautiful cotton, which grows really, 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 really well there. So, hey, it works. Have you, this is totally random. <clears throat> this is what happens after the radio hour, by the way. Um, have you seen that one movie? It's one of the Kingsman movies. It's the one that takes place like in World War II times. Um, and it's like Rasputin is like trying to take over the world and blah, blah, blah. And there's this, the the cabal is on top of this like plateau mountain thing out in the wilderness. But it's that place. They filmed it at that place in the world where those those goats are on top of that mountain. They can't get down and they, they make like cashmere or whatever. And so I watched movie and then I may have watched like three hours of YouTube about different cotton from different regions in the world and like the manufacturing processes. It was a total waste of life. Um, but Giza is on there. Giza is on there for like coveted fabrics. Uh, I, and who I didn't know there were coveted fabrics, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Egypt is so interesting is because that, you know, the Nile comes down it, it flows opposite than other rivers it actually flows up uh but when you go to egypt and you're on the nile so that area the delta area where the giza is has um it fingers off because it's going up into uh the mediterranean but the when you go down the nile what is so uh, amazing is on one side of the nile it's very green and lush and they're farming and everything the other side is huge sand dunes. And you would say, why are there these huge sand dunes when you've got this amazing river that's running down through Egypt? You know, it's just, I, I think because there's a lot of rock or whatever, they, that, that's where they also carved a lot of the obelisks and harvested stone for all the different temples back in the day of the great Egyptians, you know, with for Karnak and for the pyramids and everything, it was harvested, you know, along the Nile River and some of it in the Nile River because of the rock there, which I guess separated the Delta area or the, the, the more fertile area versus the empty quarter, as they would call it, where all the sand dunes are. So it's quite amazing. The history is amazing. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and I like those Giza sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Ours are in the wash right now. Our Giza, the Giza dream sheets. Mm-hmm. I had some crazy dreams last night, but it's because I'm sick. It's because I have a cold. And I was also <sighs> back and forth to the bathroom like 300 times. Oh, boy. I hate when that happens, disrupting your sleep. Yeah, it's a. If it's not a child, it's bathroom or sickness. Yeah. Sometimes it's all three. I, last week I had a stomach bug, and my three-year-old girl had the stomach bug too. So we were out Yikes. together, stomach bugging together, 
Oh, it was great. But there there were six of us in the house and no one else got it. It's the craziest thing. Amazing. And we had it for like two and a half days. It was, uh, yeah. There's a reason why you have children when you're younger. You have better immune systems. <laughs> Your body can handle having multiple colds yeah. and more energy. And yes, you're going to be getting up a lot. I think I miss my kids. Uh, I loved, loved that time. I loved being a mother. I loved uh, being with my kids and we did so many activities. And don't let your kids sit in front of the TV all summer long, folks. Get your kids out there. That was a no-no in our house. Um, <laughs> we went on hikes and bike rides and to the zoo and everything else. Um, and that's another problem we have in America. And we also have the single oh, yeah. family. You see families go out at restaurants. It's like a kid with a phone, a kid with an iPad. The family sits down. And before they do anything, <laughs> look at the menu. They put on some show or something and put it right in front of the kid for the kid to be mesmerized by the Chinese propaganda box. Yeah, and people don't get babysitters anymore. They take their kids. Every time we, we go to a nice restaurant, like everyone's pull, you know got all their kids there too, it's nice once in a while to take your kids when they're young to a nice place, teach them manners, to dress nice, you know, and all that. Mm -hmm. But goodness, it, it's been hard. I mean, my husband and I, there's some restaurants we don't go to anymore because they've, you know, people are, bringing all their kids all the time and we want to go out for a nice quiet dinner. And it's like, boy, that's really hard to, to find these days. It's, oh, I, we, I don't know what's going babysitter. on. And we're actually looking for a babysitter because our babysitter graduated and she's oh, going no. to college. So I know <laughs> it happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, parents need a date, date night. They need to have that time. <laughs> yeah. They need it. Yeah. So, of course, we, our youngest, Gabriel, is uh, an infant, so we do take him with us. But, uh, man, four kids, what are we doing? We're nuts out here. Oh, well, probably have more. You're adding yeah. to the conservative movement. I know. It's like, <laughs> goodness gracious. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Don't even get me started on, on that. I, oh, I haven't done an abortion episode in a while. I think the last one was, uh, I think the last one was the SCOTUS leak. So that's been at least a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, unbelievable. I, you know, I don't want to see um, back alley abortions. I don't want to see that. My husband's a physician. We're both Christians. Um, in a perfect world, we would not want to see any abortions. But at the same time, we don't want to see girls young girls afraid to not, you know, afraid that they can't get one and tell their parents and all of this and end up with the coat hanger back alley abortion. Having said that, there is no excuse for long-term abortions. There's no excuse for having abortions uh, at, in late term or even the within the third term, later, third, the, the second term rather. Um, Have you heard the newest crazy? On abortion in California and Maryland? Not sure. So this legislation is passed, I think, the House in California and is going to the Senate in California. In Maryland, it's passed. What they're calling post-birth abortions, where you can oh. murder a baby for yes. up to 20 days. It's murder. It is murder. 
uh, it's interesting that they are, all these people are, are, you know, going after guns, claiming guns are killing these children in schools. And no, it's the person behind the gun. And yet they don't have a problem with aborting a baby. I I haven't heard a single argument about this post-birth post-birth thing because like one i'm i'm glad that i don't live in maryland anymore i'm around and i see a doctor about to go in and do i don't know how they do it i don't know if they're surgical instruments or injections or whatever but i see a doctor about to do that to a baby i'm gonna kill that person and and who knows what'll happen to me after that but my facts on the ground were this this person in the white lab coat is about to and the life of this living, breathing child that I can see, hold, laugh with, play with. It's well, I, you know, I it goes back to China. Understand. It goes back to China. Remember when they had the the one child policy? And oh, yeah. they don't have a problem with That's exactly how China rolls. Right. They don't have a problem with with death at all, whether it's an infant in the womb, an infant out of the womb or uh, harvesting people's organs or anything like that. The most evil, evil uh, regime probably uh, that I've ever, that I can think of. I mean, there's been some really evil uh, leaders in the world throughout history. And this is, China's got to be one of them. There is no sanctity of life. And they've pushed that agenda uh, on us. Look, we have the... um, Morning after pill, we have so many birth control pills, uh, Planned Parenthood, they're readily available. So I don't understand in the age of technology today where almost everybody has either an Obama phone or their own phone, um, I don't understand how people today don't know about uh, being able to go to Planned Parenthood and get a morning after pill or birth control. And why are we seeing this late-term abortion or after-term abortion taking place? It's outrageous. It is what it's going to do, it's going to destroy America, <clears throat> which was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. And it is really going to, I think in the end if it continues to destroy our country as a great nation. And China's doing its best to do that. And we've got foolish, foolish politicians who are okay with it. Uh, Pelosi loves to talk about her six kids and her devout Catholicism, and yet she's okay with that. But we also know the Pope is woke. So many interesting conversations about, about the Pope. <laughs> I am also not a Catholic. My um, my church is interesting. It, it's a Baptist church, but about a quarter of the or a quarter of the congregants are, I don't know, I don't, are Catholic, former Catholic, curious Catholics. I don't know. They're I don't know what to call them, but they're Catholic. They they identify as Catholic. They they now go to a Baptist church. Um, some of them attend both our church and the mass. Many of them just my church. Um, yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't even know what to make of that. But but I do know that Pope, Fran- <laughs> Pope Francis is not 
popular, uh, and and he makes some interesting. I I liken his his papacy to Biden's presidency. It's just very interesting to watch. It's like you can't look away. There's mm-hmm. always something happening. Um, anyway, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. On that note, really quick, um, today I was listening on the news about why, and this was on MSNBC too, why Latinos are jumping over <coughs> to the conservative movement. And uh, they focused one as, as the border and also uh, being a conservative. They, they are, and you have to think about this. Um, they didn't mention this, but this is a big part of it. Latin countries are predominantly Catholic, Christian Catholic countries. And they believe, they don't believe in abortion. They believe in, you know, children and babies and, you know, forget the cartels. The average uh, Latin country and Latin person uh, has a strong family. Uh, And most of their families aren't broken like ours are. And so um, they have a strong family um, ethics and uh, they don't believe in abortion as Catholics. So a lot of, and there are a lot of also Latinos in this country that don't like that people are crossing our borders and we don't know who they are. Uh, and there's more than just Latinos that are crossing the border. There are a lot of other people from other countries with nefarious, you know, um, intentions. So Latinos are, are kind of jumping the ship from the Democrats to the conservatives. But I think the abortion thing has a lot to do with it. And uh, I'm half Latino. My mother's Dominican. And I can tell you, I'm, I've never been Catholic, but I actually, here's another little ditty about me, met uh, Pope John Paul. And I had the opportunity to meet him because I was close to somebody who knew the Monsignor of the Vatican and got us, a, a, at the time, an audience with him. And this is when I was still living overseas. And then also got VIP tickets to sit in front of his uh, Wednesday public audience thing. So got to meet him. I told him I was not, he was blessing me. And I told him I wasn't Catholic. And he said, that was okay. and blessed me anyway. I was never more moved by, I've uh, known Billy Graham. I knew Billy Graham years ago. I went to the college where he lived. I went to a Christian college. Um, I his, his, uh, Ruth Graham was my Sunday school teacher. And at that same church, I, the college, it was on my campus. And, uh, and I, I'm always admired and loved the Graham family. But let me tell you, meeting John Paul, a man who grew up in a communist country, he did so much for the Catholic church. And you could tell looking in his eyes, how sincere he was. And he blessed me and I, and I was grateful for it. Years later, I went back to the Vatican after his death and saw him lying in state. It was, a, it was so moving to me, and I've never been a Catholic. But I appreciated what he stood for and what he did uh, for the Catholic Church at that time. And today, we have a Pope that's pretty opposite of what John Paul was. And it's, a, it's sad, and it's, it's really a shame. And I think this um, aborting babies is going to come back, especially at late term, and bite us in, you know, bite us in the back, and because... It is not a, uh, it's inhuman is what it is. 
Couldn't agree more. <clears throat> Couldn't agree more. Well, you know, my... <sighs> I don't think that I have... Uh, much voice left. I do want to plug all the things. Um, guys, definitely check out CD Media. Uh, that's uh, creativedestructionmedia.com. Um, follow them on Rumble. Their show, their show, their channel is CD Media there. Follow Debbie on Rumble. Her show is the Debbie Aldridge Show on Rumble. You could follow it on YouTube, but like any good conservative, she has been taken down from YouTube. I'm I'm sure that I will <laughs> I will join the ranks of those banned from YouTube soon. Uh, get in touch with her on Twitter. She is at Debbie A. Aldridge. That's D-E-B-B-I-E A, another A, L-D-R-I-C-H. You can also see it on the screen. And there is a link below wherever you're watching this uh, podcast, YouTube, Getter, Facebook, wherever. Um, Debbie, anything you're working on that you want to plug? Uh, just I keep fighting the good fight. We're just out there um, trying to uh, bring guests on, talk about current issues, what's going on in our country, and let's write this ship. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.